Welcome to Terminal Value. So everything I do here at Terminal Value is based around one big question, and that is how do growth-oriented people transform their business and their life to achieve world-class levels of value in everything they do? That is the question, and I am here to bring you the answers. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is Terminal Value. I publish new podcast episodes five times per week. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any content. And also make sure to follow me on social. You can just look for the Doug Utberg handle. Please comment and let me know your thoughts. I'm looking forward to working together so that we can make your life amazing. We have Patrick Rogers with us here today. And what we're going to be talking about is what comes next after your business exit. And by business exit, what I'm talking about is if you're, say, you know, an entrepreneur, founder, or, you know, kind of one of the early C-levels, a lot of times what you'll do is you'll start a company, you'll grow it for a while, you'll get it to a certain point, you know, you'll get your key metrics to where they can get the maximum valuation. And then a lot of times you'll end up selling the company and Ideally, you will you know, have an enormous check to figure out what to do with. <laughs> you know, and so Patrick's main business, he actually has businesses on both ends of this. His main business is about helping businesses to set up for a maximally profitable exit. But he also has a life coaching side of his business because what comes next after the exit is almost as important because if you don't have a next to go to, you can very quickly become depressed or, you know, substance addicted or other things like that. And so I think that, you know, just as, you know, entrepreneurs, as business people in general, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur working in a company trying to make it a world-class from the inside, or whether you're an entrepreneur who's has all these crazy ideas and you're trying to build your company up to something that's really important, you always have yeah. to be thinking about, okay, you know, when I get to where I'm trying to go, what comes after that? Because if you don't know what comes after that, you could be in for a pretty rocky ride. Anyway, Patrick, that was bordering on a monologue. So please introduce yourself and <laughs> let's get the conversation going. Yeah, no problem, Doug. So yeah, I'm Patrick Rogers, like Doug said, I'm a long time mm-hmm. doing business coaching for over 12 years now and helping companies grow sales and scale and sell and help people certified exit planning advisor help maximize the value. And like Doug said, you know, what we started finding out is it's good and great. You know, you sell your company, maybe you sell it for 5 million, maybe you sell it for 50, yeah. 100 million. It doesn't really matter. What matters is what you do after that. And, and a little statistic just along the lines of what Doug said is that 75% of people regret selling their business one year after if they don't have the next act planned out. So yeah. a lot of the people that are 30s, 40s, and, and maybe early 50s when they're selling, they already have another project. They're already, you know, they're just, they're selling one yeah. business that they lost their momentum in. And not maybe not momentum, but just, you know, we're visionaries, we're entrepreneurs, right? We, you know, squirrel, yeah. where, you know, we finish up one and we move on to the next, right? But if you're retiring or selling your business, your 50s, 60s, if you don't have the next act planned out, Odds are, like Doug said, you're not going to be happy. And so, you know, there's only so much golf to play. There's only so many honeydew lists to do. So you really have to think about what's next for me. 
Well, and because here's the thing, because I'm a good Gen Xer. I grew up in the, you know, but go to school, get good grades, get a good job. You know, you need to have a corporate career, you know, grad school, house, family, bigger house, private school, and, 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 you know, if you don't do all these things exactly right, that means you're a failure. Yeah. And so, you know, we've all been kind of conditioned to, okay, you know, you need to go out, you need to earn a whole lot of money. But there's two things to think about with that. Number one is that money will only help you with the problems that money can solve. It can help you from starving. It can help to provide better health care. It cannot create relationships and it cannot create a purpose. Because this is the other thing when you get an exit, which is that if you get an exit and you have a big check, you now have the financial means to engage in all sorts of self-destructive behavior. (laughs) True. Hopefully folks don't go to that. Although, you know, it definitely happens. Some of the bigger problems people have are the ones that I personally experience quite a bit is someone, let's say they're retiring. They've been in corporate America for years. He sells Mm -hmm. his company for $50 million, right? So he gets a check, walks away. He's got $30 million. His wife's been retired a long time ago. But wait, wait, hang on. I I want to stop you there for a second. You said sold it for 50 million, got a check for 30. Where did the other 20 million go? I mean, I know the answer, but it's a facetious question. Taxes, of course. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, taxes, debt, all that kind of stuff. But Taxes, um, fees, yeah. et cetera. Keep, keep going. And by the way, if you are looking to sell your company, definitely reach out to me. I have some tax attorneys I can hook you up with work yeah. to get it. So you pay pretty much zero in taxes. So anyways, where I was going with that is they've been so busy in their life. They've been so busy in their CEO role, their job, their business. They wake up at five o'clock in the morning. They don't come home till five, six o'clock at night. They live, eat, and breathe their business. And a lot of times, men and women both, what happens is they've lost connection, mm-hmm. really truly being in love with their spouse. And they've almost gotten to the point where, and this happens, they're still married, right? The kids are already gone to college, all that's gone. But when they look back, are they really in love again? And what ends up happening is, They end up retiring and now all of a sudden they're home and they go from spending maybe an hour with that person a day, maybe less, not really connecting to all of a sudden 24 seven with this person that they're, they've been married to the whole life. But a lot of times they've kind of merged in a little bit different directions. All of a sudden they come back together and they're just not happy. And that's one of the things, if you're two, three years out, I love grabbing people at that point. And helping them, life coaching, working with them on making their relationship by the time they retire, their relationship is so solid. They remembered why they fell in love. Mm -hmm. And it makes those years after the the retirement so much more amazing. Well, I'll take a guy. I mean, and this is not, I'm just, I'm I'm shooting a little bit by the hip here, but. but, That's all right. That's how it goes. Pistol Pete. Yeah. So many many of the people, so many of the, I, I work specifically well with guys, but. So many of these relationships, these guys may have sex like maybe three, four times a year. Not kidding. And they've just gone in different directions. We can take a guy like that within like three to six months. The wife at the end is just all over him, you know, just wanting it again. And I know this is business talk, but yeah. here's, here's the thing about. That's all right. That's okay. You haven't crossed the PG-13 threshold. Yeah, so we're all right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about it, though. If, you know, the circle of life, you have self. You have family relationships or the triangle of life, excuse me, self, family relationships, and you have your business. And if they're not balanced, one can detrimentally hurt the other. And, you know, the more someone is, has that supporting, loving spouse at home, the better they operate in life in business and everything else. And so, you know, that's one aspect of it. And then the other is they just get bored. Even if you are in love, madly in love, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. You don't just all of a sudden yeah. wake up one day and like, 
not want to do anything getting it's yeah. not going to work you're going to be depressed yeah, it's, like it's not a switch you turn off like for example i was just thinking uh, the last time so our family we go to disneyland a lot and yeah. so you know what one of the things that i always do kind of being a finance-minded guy is you know what like whenever there's new attractions i'm like okay what do i think the capital expenditure was for this, you know, because like when the new Lightning McQueen cars right when I'm like, okay, right, what was right. the capex for this? What do I think the maintenance comes down to? You know, what, what, you know, what, what, what are the operational cycles? And yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, whenever I'm in places that I'm interested, I try to you know mentally reverse engineer the different layers of the operating model from what you can see on totally. the outside, which totally. I understand is a complete nerd activity, but. Can't turn it off. You know, sometimes you're logic-minded, engineer-minded. So the other part of that life after the business sale, like I said, you know, there's only so much golf you do. Yeah. There's only so many honeydew lists and you're like, you're bored out of your mind. So one of the things we actually highly recommend is like a year out before you start thinking about it, if you're going to sell your business for a lot of money, money's not a big deal, right? You're done, right? You have to start thinking about what is it you're passionate about? You know, what's my real purpose in life? And I started thinking about this after my last exit is, yeah, why am I really here? My kids are gone. I'm empty nester. Why the heck am I really here? And then develop a business around that. Either A, you go after the passion, something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. You develop kind of a business around that because then you'll stay passionate around it, hopefully. Or B, what is really your life vision, your life mission? And a lot of people, it's funny, a lot of people really, I would say half the people that when they exit their business, they start really going down the road of philanthropy. And I help, you know, a lot of people see kind of like the overall consciousness levels of people kind of dropping throughout the world. A lot of people go in that direction. Right? How do yeah. I spiritually help other people, you know, become better versions of themselves? So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, and so like, for example, the Rotary Club that I go to, there's a lot yeah. of, in fact, like Rotary, Kiwanis, Optimus are very heavily dependent on people who have kind of come into that retirement phase and then they engage through with the community service organization, which I think is very constructive, you know, because, well, just because A, it's very helpful. And then B, a lot of these community community service organizations do a very effective job at allocate, at raising and allocating capital. In fact, that's actually one of the things that our local municipality has done is that, you know, when they receive some of the community development funds kind of, you know, as a part of some of the COVID relief packages, one of the things they did was they started partnering with some of the community organizations as far as figuring out which projects to fund. Because, you know, they figured you know, in, instead of putting together an entire internal staff to try to evaluate and manage all these projects, they go, well, you know, we have an Optimus Club, we have a Kiwanis Club, we have, a, we have two Rotary Clubs. Why don't we just work through some of those people who are already doing this stuff? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I love the Rotary, man. I, I think the Rotary's, uh, I was very involved with them when I, yeah. when I lived in Oregon. And just so they do so many things for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Just everywhere. So yeah, good stuff. So, but yeah, I think we go that far off topic. But yeah, I think we were talking about kind of having the passion-based business. Yeah, totally. Like I said, 75% of the people, if they don't have that, kind of that next act figured out, yeah. they regret selling their business and they, they become unhappy. And so yeah. if, you, if you take some time ahead of time and really think about what it is you want to do and don't believe that, you know, hey, I'm going to be okay just cleaning, you know, doing the honeydew list and playing golf, then, then you'll be happy. You'll, fi- you'll figure it out. Yeah, I think that kind of thing is really important. And, you know, because the thing, this is getting into the questions you can't have money. I mean, you know, because money can help you pursue whatever it is that you actually want to do. But if you don't put thought and effort into that, then it's really easy to just end up in front of the TV all day. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? Because it takes money. And a lot of people too, 
a lot of these CEOs, they want to have impact still in the world. They yeah. want to have a serious impact. Their business, you know, a lot of times was gave them the money so that they can afford to then now do the things that they really want yeah. to do to have that impact. That's what a lot of people end up doing is how do I maximize impact? Some people, you know, hey, one guy, we helped sell his business. I forget how much he sold it for, but he was just an avid boater, you know, boating everything. He actually went down to some Caribbean island and opened up a boat rental place. Okay. And, yeah. So he had, he bought a fleet of like four different, I think he had a sailboat and then two, three other boats. And would just charter him out. And that was yeah. his business. And he loved it. And he would be the captain for a few of them. And he that was his retirement. He, yeah. he didn't care about impact, but he had something that was yeah. keeping him going. Well, it actually reminds me of when my wife and I went on our honeymoon. Uh, it was in Grand Cayman. And I think the the fellow who did all of our snorkeling trips, yeah. I think, I don't know, he was probably about 42, 45, something like that. But pretty much yeah. you know, he'd spent about 20 years at the London Stock Exchange. And then he just said, I'm done. And then just <laughs> moved over to Grand Cayman and taught scuba diving. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I was like, there's a part of me that thinks that guy might have had it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. <laughs> okay. So, but bringing the topic back around, you know, I think the thing that, that's just really important to really kind of think through as, you know, for everybody who's listening to this, to think through is to say, okay, you know, what is that thing for yeah. you that is that next step? And if you don't know what that is, that's fine, but make sure that you're thinking about that so that when the time comes, you always have something to be going toward because the moment you don't have anything that you can be going toward, I think is just when it's so easy to backslide. Yeah. And I mean, there's a couple other things too. Like when we start thinking about preparing for that exit, when we uh, go back to this triangle of life, right? You have your business, which is hopefully you're going to be your impact or your passion that things are going towards. You have your relationships and family, Mm -hmm. and then you have self. And, you know, we've talked about the relationships and how important it is that before you go from being gone 24 seven to all of a sudden being, you know, right next to that person again for 24 seven, how important it is to really work on that relationship before, because I've seen that work against you if you don't as well. Right. I mean, you literally have forgotten who each other are. It's, you know, yeah. maybe that's all you are, but it, but it makes things so much better when, when you work on it. But then, yeah. then the other side is the self. The other side of that triangle is the self part of, of life. And that is, you know, how is your health? How is your yeah. health and fitness? You got to remember that what you had going before is you were going, you're waking up at four o'clock. You had a routine. You've been doing this for years and years and years. You go in, you meet with your, your leadership team. You go over here, you do coaching, you do this and that, and you're active, you're busy. Well, all of a sudden, yeah, you're going to transition to something else, but it's going to be different. It's now more important than ever that you really start thinking about what am I doing for health? What am I doing for fitness? We want to start thinking about how to longevity, right? I mean, we're in our 50s or 60s. How do we start making sure, hopefully we're all along, but a lot of times we don't. A lot of times we let these things slide because we put so much attention on that leg of the triangle for business and career. Well, how do we start thinking about our health, our fitness and mental? Okay, here's another part that a lot of people, a lot of CEOs, when they sell their business, we got to keep this thing sharp. You're no longer Uh business at the forefront. So we start, I start working with my clients on how do we get this number one over time, our mental acuity, our things decline. Well, there's specific things we can do mainly revolve revolving around meditation that help bring back our mental acuity, our mindfulness, yeah. our awareness, and just really helps us be sharp in our later years. And Got happy. it. 
Got it. That's excellent. Well, and because I think that the way that I kind of visualize what you said, it's similar, but a little different. And so, you know, I think of like a, a three circle Venn diagram where yeah. you have kind of your health relationships and business. And I kind of yeah. think of them as like, but I think, think of it as like a table where it's kind of balanced on where it's like a tabletop that's balanced on a single point yeah, where if you totally. push too much weight on any one of those sides and it tips the table. You know, because I think, of course, right, people who tend to be career focused will tend to put everything into their career, business, whatever, and right. can very easily neglect their health and relationships. Now, Absolutely. and then there can be other people who either put everything into some aspect of health or some aspect of relationships. But if you don't keep those all three of those things in balance, it will come back to bite you. Absolutely. One form or the other. Yep. And I love that analogy. I've not heard that with the tabletop. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm shooting from the hip here. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. Exactly. Right. If you put so much into your business and not into your health or your relationships, then they'll end up biting you. And yeah, totally true. Precisely. Well, and even within each of those circles, you know, you have kind of little sub circles because like, you know, for your relationships, right, there's your you know, spouse or significant other, you have, you know, kind of either kids, or as I would say, even if you don't have kids, it's important to have relationships with younger people so you can pass on your, your knowledge and experience. And then there's your relationship with your friends. And can, even within that circle, it's hard to keep all three of those sub circles healthy. Well, it is, but it, and it's so important too. And me being a guy who went through that in my younger career as district manager with the you know Fortune 500 company I was with, I was the guy who was hopping on a plane Monday morning and I would get back Friday. And I didn't know what I know now about women and men and masculinity, femininity, and, and the importance of keeping the flame hot. And, yeah. you know, mom's there with kids and I'm out doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, you do that for three, four years, you go in different directions. And yeah, I, yeah. I ended up getting a divorce because I wasn't putting the attention where it needed to be. And, and yeah. I was a fat freaking slob. I mean, I, not fat, but I was, you know, I was 260 and I'm yeah. 180 now, you know? So yeah, I was letting all of that slide because I was putting so much attention in it. So yeah. coming speaking from experience, I know exactly what people are going through. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say that traveling consultant model, we used to call that going home on the weekend to visit your stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that doesn't work too well. Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, I never ended up in that sphere. But you know, there were many of those traveling consultants we brought in from like, you know, Deloitte, KPMG, whoever, you know, the different alphabet soups. And you know, they, they were usually either kids who were not that far out of college and had a whole bunch of debt they were trying to work off. Or they were somebody who was very clearly seasoned. And my guess is, I don't know, had some kind of arrangement because I don't know how you can keep a healthy relationship up like that. You don't. The answer is you don't. I mean, it, yeah. it's tough. You just go in different directions. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we've meandered around a whole bunch of different yeah. points. I think we've really kind of had a chance to polish the idea, which is how important that what comes next is. And mm -hmm. I think the structuring for a optimal exit is really important because of course you want to get as much value as you can from your company. But the reason why you're doing that is so that you can fund that next step. So I think, you know, they, at least for me, the outcome of this whole conversation is make sure that you always have an idea what that next step is going to look like. Yeah. Have an idea of the next step and really take a holistic approach to preparing yeah. yourself, mind, body, spirit, relationships, and purpose. You just, all of that is really going to help you make that smooth transition and really go for happiness, really true happiness. Outstanding. Oh, hey, hey Patrick, really appreciate your time today. And give us your last one or two thoughts and make sure to give out your website. I mean, we'll put it in the show notes too, but uh, you know, yeah. make sure to uh, you know, shout it out real quick. 
Yeah, absolutely. So websites exitable.io. It's E-X-I-T-A-B-L-E.io. And I have a podcast as well. It's called the Exitable Business Podcast, where we host CEOs who are maximizing enterprise value and maximizing the value of their business for sale. Yeah. So last final words is, you know, I think you summarized it really good, Doug, is that when you're looking to exit your company, don't think that you're going to be able to exit and just, oh, finally I'm done. I'm going to do nothing. That's just not how it works. We think it is. Sometimes people just have to learn the hard way, but, you know, prepare yourself holistically, mind, body, spirit, relationships, get them really to where the maximum they could be. And that's how you're going to have true happiness afterwards is, is making sure that purpose is in there as well. Outstanding. Yeah. Pat, Patrick, I just appreciate your time so much. Thanks, Doug. Great to be here. Likewise. Hey, thanks for watching to the end of the video. There's just a couple of things that I need from you right now. Number one is I need you to subscribe. If you're not already a subscriber to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and turn notifications on. That way you will know every time I publish new content. Number two, comment, share your thoughts. I want to know what you did and didn't like. What should I make next? And number three, share this with your friends. Go on to Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you uh, you hang out socially, and then post a link to this video and let people know what you liked about it and make sure to tag me. And then what I would also like to do is I would like to offer you the most incredible free gift ever. And this is related to my business where I help other businesses reduce their contract related costs. If you are a decision maker in a business, then I want to talk with you to see about how we can address your contract costs and drive savings. If you know somebody who is a business decision maker, then I would like you to help me get in contact with them. And in exchange, I am going to give you a absolutely free vacation at one of 30 places across the United States with no obligation and no timeshare pitch. Uh, The value of this, again, depending on how much savings we achieve, can literally be between thousands and millions. So anyway, just hit the button below for the most incredible free gift ever. Make sure to subscribe, share, and comment, and watch the next video because I'll be at you with more.